0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Mustard Seed Leadership Podcast. Seven minutes a week learning biblical leadership. It's for you if you want to personally grow in your leadership or if you're leading a team, maybe sit with the team, send it out to the team so that you can chat around it. And hopefully we can all grow and learn together in our biblical leadership. Now, we're doing a series at the moment called The Biggest Kingdom Leadership Requirement. And it comes out of Acts chapter 6 verses 3 and 4. When they they first chose leaders in the early church, the Holy Spirit had been poured out and as As the church was growing, they realized we need leaders. And uh, it was beautiful. So they say to the church in uh, verse number three, Brothers and sisters, choose seven men from among you who are known to be full of the Spirit and wisdom. Don't you love that? Known. In other words, you can recognize it in their lives. It's not just what people say, but you can see in their life these people are full of the Spirit and wisdom, the application of being full of the Holy Spirit. And I've come to this revelation, realization that fullness of the Spirit is the key to biblical leadership. You can learn leadership techniques and cast a vision and build a team, but if you're not full of the Holy Spirit, you're not going to see the fruit of that leadership. So we're on a journey at the moment looking at some very practical habits. How do we build a lifestyle around being full of the Holy Spirit? We looked at... um, Maybe the habit of private worship. Are you worshiping privately, daily, in your car, on your at home, wherever you might be? Are you singing to the Lord and allowing to fill you with His Spirit? We looked last week at meditation. Not just reading the Bible, but meditating because God's Word is living and active, and meditation draws the life and power out of His Word. So, today we're going to dive into the third habit, and we're going to talk about prayer. Time on your knees in His presence. Now, in Luke chapter 11, verse 13, it says, If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? This is talking about pray. How much more will your Father, your good Father, give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? Now, we're talking about how do we be full of the Holy Spirit, and there's a logical answer. Pray. Ask the Father daily. This should be a daily part of our prayer. Father, would you come and fill me afresh? Fill me. Holy Spirit, I want to surrender. I want to yield to you. Holy Spirit, come and fill me. I need you as I make it through this day. More and more, I'm realizing that the Holy Spirit is literally the answer to almost every prayer. Now, he's talking about prayer. How much more will the Father give the Holy Spirit? I've realized so many times I'm praying for someone. What I'm really praying is, Holy Spirit, will you help them? I'm praying about an answer. What I'm really saying is, Holy Spirit, I need to hear your voice. In most prayers, the Holy Spirit himself is actually the answer to our prayer. And uh, look at this as an example in uh, Acts chapter 4 verses 29 to 31. The early church was being persecuted. They were under attack. They were facing all of these threats and and I would think maybe the prayer should be, Lord, bind up the enemy, loose lightning from heaven, whatever it might be. Lord, do it. Look how our Lord answers this prayer. In verse 20, now, Lord, consider their threats and enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness. Stretch out your hand to heal and perform signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. So this is their prayer. And He has the answer. Verse 31, after they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the Word of God boldly. And other was God's answer to the prayer was not out there somewhere, but it's actually in here, full of the Holy Spirit. We become the very answer to the prayers that we are praying. A big part of our prayer should be for a greater surrender and filling of the Holy Spirit. Which leads me to the big idea this week. I want, to, I want you to practice or consider at least practicing the habit of actually the posture of kneeling before the Father in prayer. Now, I'm I'm not one of those super spiritual type religious people, but I've begun to realize as my prayer life has been growing, there's something about the posture of being on your knees before the Lord that is both biblical and powerful. Somehow what you're doing with your body seems to change the inclination of your heart. Uh, I remember reading a story about James. James was Jesus' brother. He was the leader in the church in Jerusalem. Uh, He was martyred in a gruesome way. He was literally pushed off the top of the temple. He didn't even die. They then had to club him to death. It was horrible. But as they dragged him away, what amazed people was, was they saw for the first time his knees and the calluses on his knees. And they realized this is a man of prayer. And something inside of me, I suppose, I want the testimony of my life not to be just someone who ran around doing this and that. Was he a man of prayer? Was he a man who engaged with God? Was he a man in the secret place? Not what you do in public, but in the secret place. I was uh, having coffee with someone recently and we were chatting and counseling and, and, and I looked. He was wearing shorts and I looked and I saw his knees and I suddenly realized I'm in the presence of a prayer warrior. And straight from my respect for him went like just way up because I realized I can see from his knees. My knees look normal. In fact, I've been challenging people, don't buy jeans with with holes on your jean knees. Go and earn them. Earn them through time on your knees in the Father's presence. Have a look at Paul's example, Acts chapter 20, verse 36. It says, when Paul had finished speaking, he knelt down with them all and prayed. I love that. Not even secretly all by himself. He gathered the other elders. Elders, let's get on our knees together and pray seems to be something biblical about the posture of prayer on our knees. Now, personally, I prefer walking. I love prayer walking. But there's something about being on our knees. And now look at Jesus' love. at Luke chapter 22, verses 41. Jesus withdrew about a stone's throw beyond him. He knelt down and he prayed. So if Jesus found something in kneeling before the Father, if Paul found something in kneeling with the other, other leaders, how about you and I experimenting, getting back to that old kind of, I don't want, don't want to be religious about it, but I think there's something that happens in our hearts when we kneel in prayer. So, some practical ideas and then uh, some questions. Start the day with prayer. Jesus did. So once again, it's good to pray at night, but the best time to pray is early in the morning. Jesus would get up before the sun even rose to be in His Father's presence that filled Him with the Holy Spirit so that He could be effective in the day. Use the Lord's Prayer as a template. I do most of my prayer based around the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be Your name. Be glorified in my life. Let Your kingdom come. And as you go on, use that as a template to guide your praying. Practice getting on your knees if you're not used to it. It's one thing sitting in bed praying it's another kneeling next to your bed and getting into his presence. Try prayer walking if you battle to stay focused. Keep a prayer journal of the prayer project that you're busy working on so that you can go deeper with your prayer and then begin to record victories as well. So here are a couple of questions. Number one, does prayer fill your tank or empty your tank at the moment? Be honest. Think about that a moment. Is prayer something that fills you or drains you? Because if it's draining you, I want to encourage you to grow in this area and get a hold of God because it should be something that fills you up. Number two, would you agree that prayer was the secret to Jesus' ministry effectiveness? Do you believe that? You see, I'm convinced. That's why the disciples went to Jesus. And they said, Jesus, teach us to pray. Because I think they made the connection. They saw something in Jesus' life and they realized this is where the power comes from. And then last question: what lifestyle adjustment can you make to make prayer for the filling of the Holy Spirit part of your daily routine? Normally link it together with that Bible meditation, the two go hand in hand. But what how can you connect those habits together to make it part of your daily routine? Remember the goal is fullness of the Holy Spirit. Begin to build these habits into your life. Daily worship, daily meditation on scripture, daily time on our knees asking the Holy Spirit for fullness because great leaders, great biblical leaders are full of the Holy Spirit. Hope it helps. Can't wait to see you again next week. God bless and bye for now. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Remember, if you'd like the notes that come along with this episode or any one of our past episodes you can visit, outlookchurch.co.za forward slash leadership where you can see all our past episodes, all the resources and notes that go along with this. Until next time, keep growing.